Welcome back, everybody, to Midnight Screening, the show where we try and plan the perfect movie night, one film at a time. Today's film is Killer Clowns from Outer Space. I'm your host, Nathan Lang. With me, as always, is Josh K. Yellow, yellow, yellow. Don't know why I say it like that, but hi. What was what was that? I okay. I don't know. I've just found out a real like fun thing about the film we're going to be talking about. So like, I got distracted and forgot we started recording. Is the honest answer? No. Um. And joining us, uh, in in the studio, I'm sure it's the studio now. Joining us in the studio this week, uh, is our friend Kiva. Hello. Hi. This is fun. I, this is great. I love the studio, Nathan. It looks so it's so spacious. It's very high tech because it's Always. it's all on the internet. <laughs> a coffee machine in the corner that doesn't do coffee, hot chocolate. Yep. That's for you. <laughs> um, yeah, I couldn't. I, 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 as I was introducing you there, I was like, should I say your screen name or not? I, I couldn't um, tell. I mean, you can. It's just in case people forget who I am, and I introduce them, and then like I see them again. And I'm like, oh no, it's still Kiva, you know. There we go. Yeah. So uh, people I'm just think you change your name. Yeah. You ever okay. just randomly change your name? Yeah. You, you no, ever do that? Never. No. Been Josh uh, for the last almost twenty-one years now. So you know. All right. All right, Josh. Go. <laughs> I like Joshy. Crap. <laughs> Only person in the call who doesn't go by their full name. <laughs> I thought I went through a bit more. I see what I, see, I see what I did wrong there. I accept my failure, and we can move on. Um. So yeah, we're uh we're talking about Killer Clowns Center Space this week. Uh, this was Kiva's idea. Um. Oh, really? So, what wasn't it? <laughs> No, you told me you were doing a recording of it because the game was coming out, and I went, oh. Yeah, yeah to be fair, we were going to do this one anyway. We pushed it forward for Kiva, is what I said. Sorry, there's a game coming out? Yeah. Yeah. Early 2023. Woo. What? Yeah, it's by the um, the guys that did Friday the 13th, right? Yeah. Give me two seconds here. I'm doing a quick giggle. What? There's so much development made. Like they've got a Reddit and everything, which is updates. It looks good. It looks <laughs> like, so good. You can sign up for a beta. Oh, I signed up for a beta. Did you think we picked this movie just for to fun? torture me? Yeah. Sorry, I'm watching the trailer right now. Bear with. You can get oh, live reactions. <laughs> Already, the graphics of the game are ten times better than the film. Cool. The film was made in the 80s, so that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, he's dancing, and there's chaos going behind him. Classic trope, classic trope. Yeah, from the same director of Friday the 13th game. There you Mm -hmm. go. That makes sense. I must admit, the quality seems to be a bit better than the Friday the 13th game. Oh, so it's probably going to be like a Dead by Daylight kind of thing, but it looks a bit cool. Like that kind of format. Yeah. Cool. Sorry, I didn't know that. That was fun information to learn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's coming out this year at some point. Um, That's why, yeah, that's why I had this one on the list. Uh, Kiva found out we had this one on the list and was like, well, that that's my episode then. This is my one. Can't do Nightmare Before Christmas, but I'll do this one. <laughs> yeah. You remember when, when you were on the show for Nightmare Before Christmas? I'm still, I'm still salty at Josh for that. It's all Josh's fault. This is not my fault, thank you. I refuse to take blame. Refuse. That was just a nightmare recording anyway. Like, boom ting a nightmare because the movie name. <laughs> well done. Good job, Nathan. We're so proud of you. I'm smart. Sure you are, buddy. Sure you are. I'm, I'm real. You're real. real smart. Um, let's talk about this absolute disastrous movie from 1988. Yeah. Oh, it's all disastrous. 
It's a disaster in every way, shape, and form. It is a disaster movie. The film itself is a disaster. <laughs> I'm not saying like it's a bad it. It's somehow become an amazing, one-of-a-kind, beautiful disaster. But it's a disaster. Okay, now you've, you've won me back around. Because I thought you were going in very negatively there. And for everything I know about you, Josh, you, you should have... You should have liked this. Yes. This film is just pure ridiculous. It makes no sense. They've just, they've just, I, 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 yeah, I love it. It's a great <laughs> there it so good. Yeah, this is in that perfect pocket for me, and we've we've talked about it on the show before with with another one of Josh's favorites. Josh, what's your favorite movie? Zombievers. There you go. Um, yeah, it's that point of like commitment it's really stupid and at no point does it like give up on doing that you know it was like an hour and a half of just the one gimmick being pushed to its absolute limit and it's a lot of fun yeah. and just when you think they're just going to repeat the same thing boom clown car yeah it, it's a series of clown gags like yeah just clowns it's like you think they're just going to be aliens or clowns. There's no way like everything else could be clowns. Oh nope, they're turning them into big candy floss bits, and they've got alien popcorn creature things, and they've got a magical clown car, and then clown Hulk for some reason. Clownzilla yeah, is the official name. Huh? Clownzilla is the official name. Oh, Clownzilla. Clownzilla. Both worse and better. Yeah. <laughs> Should we, should we just start by, by I mean, it's the, proper, it's the proper place to start, the clown stuff, I guess. Um, no, let's start, you know, right at the end of the movie and we'll work our way backwards. We've, we've done worse. Um, we have. So much worse. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is one of those times, uh, I am presuming most people listening to the show probably haven't seen this film. Mm-hmm. Um, so should we explain it? Or should we get Kiva to explain it? Oh, by all means. I'm going to get the honour to explain this movie. Or at least try to. What is this? What? What is this? Right. So we start in the 80s, alright? About 1988, okay? And we've got these two lovers, Debbie and Mike, who I always forget. (laughs) Mike Tobacco as well, which is a dumb name for a character. Mike Tobacco. Stupid name. Anyway, so we've got these two, they're on a lover's lane with the rest of the teenagers who are all making out and it's it's weird lover lane. Lover's lanes are just weird, okay? The concept is weird. But they're there, they're in a raft, in a car, drinking watered down champagne, having a great time, and the UFO flies overhead. And they're like, what the heck is this? So they decide to go and find it. Uh, we find an old man and his dog. They also go to find it because they think it's Haley's Comet, which again is dumb. Because Haley's comment had passed up the earth two years previous to this, so stupid, stupid old man. Anyway, so they find so the old man and his dog. They find the tent. There's a tent in the middle of the woods. And they're like, "What the heck?" Well, the man, not the dog. It's like, "What the heck's going on?" Uh, they try and find a ticket book because they love the circus and they can't find it. Uh, and you see the shadow of a clown following behind them. To which he then takes the like a wee hole up here, and he takes the dog, kidnaps the dog, kills the dog. Uh, worst death in the movie. Then the guy gets really upset, he just wants his dog back, uh, and he's killed by a clown. He's found by a clown, killed by the clown. Then Mike and Debbie find it, and they go in, and there's a lot of really random things in there. There's a a reactor thing that they find, a fusion reactor, um, that has nothing to do with the movie. And then they find this big room filled with, like, cotton candy and balloons and popcorn, and Mike stupidly thinks this is where they make cotton candy, and they hang it up to dry before they ship it out. Which is also really dumb. Also uh, not how cotton candy works. Also not how- yeah, she says nobody stores cotton candy like this, because sure they do! You don't no, store cotton- It's a- you make it as you- You never you seen it! You it in a big thing, it's just sugar. It's sugar. Um... So, they- they rip a bit off, and there's the old man's face all bloody, and the blah, and- they're like, oh my gosh, what is this? And a clown comes in, so they run and hide. The clown's doing his thing, hanging up cotton can, doing person, doing his thing with some switches. Uh, Mike then sees someone that he knows, and 
make the noise. So they then had to run out of the tent and they are chased by some clowns and a little balloon dog. It's very cute, I like the balloon dog. They managed to get away back to town and they, the clowns follow in Crystal Cove and go on a massive killing spree, killing everyone in sight. And they kill a police officer in the best way possible. They make him a puppet. Um, we also are introduced to Dave. Dave is the other hero of the story. Um, and at first he doesn't believe Debbie and Mike, but he kind of comes around to the idea afterwards. We meet the Terenzi brothers as well. Uh, and I don't like them. They're awful characters. Do not like them. And they're just idiots for the rest of the movie. Uh, so it's just a big killing spree that happens. Uh, they manage to catch Debbie and the clowns and take them back to an amusement park, which they have now moved to. And so our heroes have to go and save Debbie. And they get into a big fight there and kill the big clown called Clown Girl that we talked about. And they're back up the arrive and they're like, hey, like we're here to save the day with you guys, but they've already done it. Uh, the clowns, ex- the clown thing explodes because uh, Dave is still in there and he hits him on the nose and it, oh, they, it explodes. I'm not doing a very good job of this. The ship explodes and Dave is, okay, it turns out Dave survived and, and it's all great. And then they're like, oh, I wonder if the clowns are, are dead, if that's it. They're hit with pies at the end, which assume, makes us assume that the clowns are still alive. Cut the credits. And the best theme song for a movie ever. Let's see. Quick, quick round of applause for Kiva, everybody. I should more than that. I go too rambly. So. You got every detail. Um. Thank you. So that's the plot. Um, I do want to say your uh, your explanation like liked one thing, right? I could have sped it up. Um, you can boil this movie down to you've got all that plot at the start. You're right with all the 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 weird spaceship tent thing, right? Mm-hmm. Then the bit in the middle is the, the second half of Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Then the big clown. <laughs> then. <laughs> then the big clown. Then there's the big clip. That's when it stops being Gremlins. <laughs> Which I don't know if I'm making that connection just because we did a Gremlins episode a few weeks ago. Um, no, it's the same gist. It's yeah. here's some form of plot, but we don't want to actually farm a full plot because that sounds like effort and then we'd have to stick to it. So instead, here's the clowns arriving on Earth. Now here's all the clown gimmicks of how the clowns are killing everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, very similar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big um, but yeah, some of those like um, yeah, the the clown thing, like the clown gimmicky stuff, is so fun and like ridiculous. You talked about balloon dog. Balloon dog, I love balloon dog. How cool is balloon dog? Well, balloon dog. Um, fun fact for the movie. I know a lot of facts about these movies. They um, when they were doing it, the balloon kept popping. Um. <laughs> When they were doing it, balloons so they, pop. Oh, no, no. So they were like, "How are we going to stop this balloon from popping?" Like while we're halfway through, like a recording a theme, and they decided to coat it in latex, so they're protecting <laughs> the balloon. So even more latex than the balloon, and it seemed to work. So they just pop. like reinforced it. Yeah, they reinforced it. That's great, and yeah, just a really like fun concept it just like every other kind of clown gimmick thing in the movie not properly explained or anything it no. just happens he just it's stands happened. there he, t- he makes a balloon dog and i'm like okay i wonder what he's gonna do with that and then it just it's a sniffer dog now it, <laughs> it just happens and it appears later on in the movie as well towards the end i do use it again which is great there's um i mean josh you mentioned the clown car gag mm. yep at the end of it, that's so funny. So funny. I get to see it every it, time. <laughs> and it's just, oh look, we've got these two, the security guard just watching. It just, none of the film makes any sense, but like, it's great. It's so. so good. It's so good. Well, I like, my favorite scene in that entire movie is the one with uh, the small clown, where he's like riding that little trike, jigsaw oh, biker gang. <laughs> oh, what you gonna do? Push my head off? because he comes out he's like doing the whole like rocky thing like putting his arms up and he's like bada boo bada boo and he's gonna like fight a 
Oh, he's so cute. That, that seems great. Don't you... First time, at least. Did you... Or am, am I just... Uh, do, do I feel sympathy too easily? Did you start feeling sorry for that little clown? Dude, I was like, it's fucking no. nice, man. No, I they, don't feel sorry they, for the little clown running around killing people. Yeah, he, he showed up to this biker gang with his, his cool little bike, and then they made fun of him, and then they broke his bike. Yeah. Um... And he looks all sad. He gets all sad about it. He does, he cries. Yeah. And then, and he, yeah. Just, and then he knocks his block off. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, you should not be feeling sim- any sympathy for the clowns. Not after just, he punches the guy's head off. No, even yeah, before. No, still, <laughs> still probably shouldn't. Don't feel well what he's there to do. Probably concerning <laughs> that you do actually feel that kind of sympathy towards a killer alien clown. Okay, this is his first time. Yeah. He's just a silly little guy. He is. Oh, you two are problematic people. <laughs> oh, no, you shouldn't feel sympathy. You didn't, but you do, so. Only for the little one. Only for the one, red suck, like. One of them's really creepy. What the the like, the one that kills the police officer? Oh yeah, the one who tries to entice the little girl at the the burger shop. Oh, I hate that scene. It's so creepy. It's in the two legitimately scary moments in this movie, like creepy moments, I should say. There's nothing scary in this movie. Pretty, <laughs> but it's definitely like oh. Yeah, there's a a scene, um, which is creepy now. Creepier in 1988, when, like, the killer clown thing is starting to be a thing. I'm gonna go with something really quickly. I mean, yeah, killer clown, you still had it by this point, you know? Yeah, this is right after it. Um, Do you want to know what what year the John Wayne Gacy stuff ended? Like, Was that not the 80s? 78. Yeah, 78. So very much in public consciousness. Um, yeah, yeah he's still alive at this point. Like, <clears throat> so yeah, there's a scene. He's standing outside a burger shop. Like, it's, it's like a circus-themed burger shop, right? Yeah, it's a yeah. I think it's called JoJo's, which they make a lot of reference to in the, in the movie. That sounds right. I heard that name anyway. Um, yeah, and he's just standing there, and he's, like, beckoning the child over and she's like yeah she starts like slowly walking to open the door and then her mum stops her yeah it's creepy yeah she's the clown but because she's not finished her food yes (laughs) yeah it's a big top burger that's what it's called big top burger burger. ice cream i think yeah jojo's is the ice cream Uh, it is. Everything's quarantined in this movie. Um, I'm just going to close the, the Google search I did for John Wayne Gacy before I scare myself later. <laughs> there. <laughs> I don't want that on my screen. Are the other people scene you're thinking of, is it the one where they're in the jail and the two kind of like guys who have been arrested are cocooned? Or are you thinking of him, of Officer Mooney? Oh, I didn't think about the cocoons actually. That is really creepy as well. Yeah, uh, but no, I was thinking of also many. No, no, but no, yeah, no, when you... go ahead. Sorry, this is your show. Yeah. <laughs> when, um, Dave. His name's Dave, right? Yeah, his yeah. name's Dave. Yeah. When <laughs> when Dave, uh, he's like frantically running around the the jails and stuff to try and figure what's going on. And he sees the two cocoons. He like. Reveals the face of one guy, and then the other guy's hand just like falls out, and it's like bloody and ugh. Mm-hmm. that's disgusting. And yeah, immediately into the bit that got me the most, which is um, yeah, Officer Mooney's made into a ventriloquist dummy. Yeah, which he kind of made reference to earlier in the movie when Debbie and Mike and Dave are there. Said they can't make a dummy out of him. They can't make a dummy out of me. What happened? That's what you call callback. That's yeah. great because they do the the knock my block off thing immediately. 
and then the dummy thing is the same joke just just prolonged prolonged <laughs> um but that seems great because it like first you know when he spins around and he's got him on his knee I'm, i i laughed i was like that's really that's a funny visual you know he's manipulating him like that and then it zooms in and he's like cut his face mm. make his mouth do that and then he like pulls his hand out and shakes it to shake the blood off. Yeah. Pretty weird. That is horrific. And then there's that like shot of him just lying on the ground and you're like, oh. For a movie that's a, as as dumb as this, that's a really grotesque visual. Mm-hmm. It kind of deserved it though, right? Yeah, he was a bit of a, bit of a, a nasty man. Would you think that killer clones existed? Well, it's not that as much like, I mean, that bit's fair. But it was like threatening to shoot people straight off the bat, even though they like barely did anything wrong, which is just, you know, straight up completely illegal for them. It was wanting to arrest, what was it, arrest Mike just because like he was friends with the two ice cream brothers, essentially. Oh, yeah. Like, like, (laughs) this this dude should not have been by any means employed by the police or by anyone I think he should have been arrested he just sits there like halfway to the movie and everyone's phoning in to be like there are clowns and he's just like yeah the whole clown are in the Terenzi brother go yeah he What's becomes that? convinced then, that everyone is, is trying yeah. to prank him and he's like what Dave you were trained at an actual police academy Pff, what a douche is essentially <laughs> what he said <laughs> uh, you got trained in, in the law in how to conduct Imagine properly that. with being a cop. Gross. Oh, the guy's just, yeah, he had it coming. Yeah. Oh, for a PG movie. Oh, not PG. No, it's a 12, isn't it? What's... No way. Well, the most recent of this movie. The 15. This is uh, another situation where, um, like with Gremlins, it was probably rated a lot lower at the time. Probably, but like for the rating, they could only use like what the you know the, the f bomb. They can only really use that what like once in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they 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 did spend it on the best actor. Oh yes. Yeah, they used the best person for that. Is it twelve? Is it twelve? It's fifteen. I googled it. It said a twelve. I might be wrong. Let's Google after all. Don't believe everything on the internet, kids. Unless it comes from us. Yes, it came from. Unless it comes from this specific podcast. Yeah, we've never said anything factually incorrect or forgotten key information. But yeah, that actor. What's his name? I had it a second ago. What John Vernon? Vernon. John John Ver John Vernon. Vernon, yeah. Vernon, John sorry. Vernon. He is great. He is. It's the perfect performance in my head because. It's not the most like naturalistic or realistic performance in the world. It's a man who understands what movie he is in. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. and he's doing exactly what he needs to do for that movie, and it's, it's fantastic. Also, Joe, he was the mayor in Dirty Harry. Yeah, he's had a pretty a semi-prolific acting career. Super, <laughs> a lot of um, yelling at cops. He was in the airplane, wasn't he? He was in the airplane too. Darn. Yeah, that's. We won't hold that against him. Oh, he was the Uh, dean in Animal House. Yeah, he's been in a lot. Like, I like this guy. (laughs) And then also Killer Clowns from Outer Space. (laughs) Yeah. It is one of those, like, yeah, change that casting, this film is not as good. I was so upset yeah. he didn't make it to the end of the movie. You shouldn't have been surprised, though. Oh, no, yeah. he's, yeah. They set it, him it's up a for rule. death. It, it's a rule for, like, yeah, these kind of movies. If, if, you're, if you suck as a person, you, you die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he did. He really, again, he wanted to shoot people on sight for, from what I can tell, no apparent reason. Well, there was literally that line. I know he says it to one of the clowns, but he doesn't know that they're alien like murderers yet. And he's just like, "I'm supposed to read you your rights." 
but this is my jail. You ain't got no rights. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's like, no, not quite how that, that that's not how that works. You're, you're breaking it. the law right now. Great human rights violations. That's cool. Human rights in the 80s, though. Yes, funnily enough, there was human rights. They had the concept of human rights. <laughs> I think the basic ones, at least. Basic ones. Shelter. <laughs> Shelter. <laughs> Not being the hit with a torch when you're in jail. Speaking of like dumb characters, can we talk about the Terendi brothers and how much I hate them? Oh, we can the best characters. No, they are. I hate them so much. Like actors, acting wise, great, fantastic. Actual people, I hate them. They're so dumb. Yeah, if we're gonna talk about great. They're they just suck. Like as as human beings. They're they're, like, they're idiots and it's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> they're moins, but they're also <laughs> vaguely insidiously like um sleazy. Sleazy's the word. I'm yeah. They were for. like they were like let's rent out uh <laughs> they're like let's rent out an ice cream van and go to the makeout spot and try and sell ice cream to the guys making out. What's not to love about that? That's a stupid idea. No, no one's want ice cream. To quote the movie. He says, you don't want ice cream, you're not getting any. And the guy and the other guy goes, Oh, well, we're getting any till you showed up. Like who wants ice cream when you're getting it on? That's the point though. The characters are idiots and it's beautiful. I want to clarify they also think having the ice cream van will help them get women. Oh. Which I think that's even stupider than trying to sell ice cream at a makeout point. Exactly. Nah. Bless them. They're doing their best. They're doing their best. (laughs) And their best is not good enough. No. But you know what? They then found out what was going on and tried to help. So. Did they try and help or did they just happen to have the van that was being driven? (laughs) They try. They, yeah. They they are friends with someone who's trying to help. And they almost died for the cause. No, yeah, they did because they busted in at the end when they were alone with doing the whole like, we are your god, Jojo. And like, they almost died. So, they did that. How did they survive that though? Because the the van blew up. It blew up and they were in it. How did they survive? That makes no sense. Um, Dave, I can understand. Dave, look at the Jersey, but no, sorry, no. They're just, they're just there. They're just back. Okay. Very simply, they wanted them to. It's true. So... You didn't have time to get into the freezer with the ice cream. You're dead. <laughs> That's such a good idea. That's very Indiana Jones got in the fridge. Like, logic. Yes. Uh, yeah, we were just in the in the freezer. Of course, we didn't die in, when everything blew up. That's the only bit that actually really annoyed. Well, I say the only bit. It's one of the bits that annoyed me in the movie. Which is no, no. There was no way that you had time to. From the time that shit, the the ship, the the truck was thrown, landed, and exploded. There was no way you had time, both of you, to climb into the freezer and hide. There was no way. I think it's definitely detail um, picking this film. <laughs> it's supposed to be sequel bait, right? Like, yeah. Well, well it is, and they're it's getting one. Are they? The Return of Killer Clowns from Outer like, Space in 3D. I'm it aware has an IMDb page. I'm aware of the existence of the concept of the Return of the the yada yada. Um, They've been working on it, but I think it's a lot of legal and financial issues yeah, that they put coming up for No, it's not. I don't know. If the game kicks off, it's just going to... It's true. Yeah. If the game goes... But we haven't seen, like... There's still not been new Friday the 13th stuff. And that game did well. That game, that game did do well. And it's coming making a little bit of a comeback. I'm going to retract my previous statement because as I was saying it, I remembered we're getting an Evil Dead sequel this year. 
Yeah. <laughs> Which was all because the video game did well. <laughs> so maybe. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Would you guys, in, like, the 2020s, would you watch a, a sequel to this? Yeah. Oh, okay. I would, I would but I'm... But I feel like... I don't have a problem with CGI, but I feel like they'll CGI too much of these clowns. They'll make it too modern, if that makes sense. It needs, it needs the animatronic prosthetic look that they've got. It does. Like, it's it, a big part of what makes this film cool. That's, I feel like that's the charm of the clowns, because it's just a human in this suit with, like, um, um, spoilers. Well, not spoilers, but, like, you know, gum meta maybe. It's just, like, someone in a, in a suit with these animatronic heads that move. And it's so, like, they're just so cool to look at. And I yeah, feel like in the 2020s, they'll make them too, like, oh, we're just going to green screen this guy's face. And you're like, no, don't do Not that. Not necessarily, no, because you've got, assuming that it'd be the same director, who is just a puppeteer, then they, like, mm. the, you know. Oh, yeah, what was the... Yeah, Stephen Chiodo, or however you say the name. No, it's like the vast majority of his credits is just puppeteer or technical advisor. He he did something cool, and I forgot what it was. But I was like, we should I should bring that up. (laughs) Beastmaster three. Not what I was thinking of, but. He did do Beastmaster 3. The oh. Hungover Games. That Team America. piece of a film. He did Team America. <laughs> Team America. He did the... Yeah, he, he was in charge of the puppets on Team America. So he was. Because, yeah. Sorry, go continue. No, it's good to say. Sorry, I, had, I also thought he had something to do with uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. I don't think he did. He was creature effects designer and Ernest Scared Stupid. He was, yeah. Which also used the clown heads. Oh, they That's cool. Yeah, they did. They repurposed them to look like the trolls. Ah. Mm. Yeah, he worked on all all four Critters movies. Mm. Um, Which are also, they're very similar to this um, in terms of or ridiculousness, but with incredible visual effects. So yeah, I guess, yep. yeah, if there was involvement from the original filmmaker, you're probably getting at least a pushback on the idea of simplifying or CGIing yeah. over things, if, if they ever actually do make this movie. I bet, yeah, I, I do agree that with the push of this game, we'll probably get people to be like, no, we, we need the movie ASAP. It's possibility. Let's hold out on that possibility, please. At this stage, it's maybe looking more likely than that Gremlins 3 proposal. True. <laughs> Very true. Which is another film I, I, I just want to happen. I want to watch it. <laughs> but yeah, the... So those animatronic heads, right? Mm-hmm. They're, like, so detailed. Mm-hmm. In a way that is so unnecessary. Their ears like twitch. They do. That's so creepy. Like, and ah, I love it. They're also cool though. Yeah, they're they're so well designed and made and operated. I don't know how animatronics work. Just well done. I think it'll do. Well done. Yeah. Well done. Yes. Remember, Josh, remember when we talked about Spirited Away and we were joking that because we had an animator on the show, we sounded vaguely smart. And we did that yeah. bit about what um, it was. This is that, right? This is, but we don't have an animatronic here. We don't have someone that knows what they're talking about on the show. It's like, yeah, the robot head thing move. Cool. Darcy would like to pitch in at this point. Percy just told me to shut up. Percy's like, I, I have an animatronics person. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I have a degree in animatronics. To be fair, I've, I've never asked Percy what his day job is. So. 
It's nothing. He's a weak couch hog. Slacks around doing nothing. Uh. Expects the world to come to him. Which is he even paying rent? <laughs> no, it's actually disgraceful. Josh, you've got to talk about your roommate, man. <laughs> You're going to have to have an intervention for Percy. Stop paying rent. How far into a bit about Percy do we have to re-explain to the audience that Percy is a bird? <laughs> I didn't think we'd even get... I think we could just go move on. Anyway. Anyway. Oh, yeah, the whole... So, sorry, go back to the movie, movie stuff, right? <laughs> well, we changed up a lot in that movie. Like, things were supposed to happen that they ended up changing. Like the the beginning that we got of like you know Minnie getting a cup of coffee and did he did he he had a mug right was that a mug of coffee he has I think so that he just steals from a restaurant essentially I didn't even think about that he takes a mug and just leaves like this coffee place or this like shop with a mug of coffee. I get into his car. I think it's a mug of coffee. To be fair, that is in keeping with his like whole character. It is. Um, you know, above the law stuff, yeah. But he him like yeah, the whole thing of him getting into the car and then driving off and um the the, the young guy walking out with his whole like uh running bags of beer brand beer, all that sort of stuff. Um yeah, but that wasn't that wasn't supposed to be the beginning of the movie. It was the the scene with the guy driving on the the mountain edge. Mm-hmm. Yep, I'm touching t- in my head. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if I've just dropped or what's happened, but it's suddenly very quiet. I think we both spent some time there trying to remember the scene. Uh, the scene where yeah. the, the guy's driving. Yeah, the, the thing he's driving and the clown comes up, like levitating next to him. Uh, that was supposed to be the the beginning scene because it has a bit more context behind it. Yeah, I didn't put much thought into the opening of the movie because I was too busy um, absolutely jamming to this movie's theme song. That's another thing the theme song. The Dickie didn't even read the script. They just saw the title and went, we can write a song about this. That um, was what I guessed happened. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, love that right. it, takes, it takes a whole verse until they seem to remember that they're aliens. Oh. <laughs> um. But yeah, so the, the beginning of the movie, they uh he was supposed to so the guy, first off, is supposed to be Joe Lombardo, who might um mentions when they're hiding from the, the clowns. Mm-hmm. He he's supposed to be Joe Lombardo, hence by in the movie, he's like, Come on, Joe. Um but he is on a date with this girl and eventually kicks her at the car and starts driving away. Like a bit of a douchebag. Drives off and then the clown chases him. And then we kind of like see from that scene onwards. But that was supposed to be the beginning scene for the movie. And they went, nah, let's change it. Let's make it suck. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that'd be an interesting opening. It's a very like, yeah, drops you into the action type. Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. And as well, the, the car. So it was supposed to, because you know how it like explodes essentially? Like it does that weak kind of falls off the cliff and explodes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it was actually supposed to fly off, but the cables broke, and they didn't have a chance to change them, so the car just weakly falls off the cliff, and ends up a big epic explosion. Oh. That checks out. Yeah. And they're like, that looks good enough, we'll use that. Yeah, I, I, in the background, while uh, we've been talking, I decided to look into the band that sings Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes. Uh, they're called the Dickies. The Dickies. Yep. Uh, they're still together. They've been uh, hey. around for over 40 years, according to Wikipedia. That's cool. Um, and uh, I learned that I have heard one of their songs before. Ooh, which one? Uh, they covered the Banana Splits theme. <laughs> the what? You know the Banana Splits? Nope. Uh, I'm just um, going to be the food. Nope. The... I don't know. Puppet thing? Are they puppets? Well, I don't know why when you said that I thought bananas and pajamas. Bananas and pajamas. I know that one. 
That's a much more British. <laughs> I mean, it's Australian, but it's Australian, but it actually aired in Britain. But I, mean, I don't know, Manus Blitz ever aired here. I think it was made by like the Jim Henson Company. Let me show you. I, I, I don't know what you're about. The theme song went na 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 na. That one. Oh. Oh, oh, that rings a bell. Hang on, get goo up. I don't think I've ever seen yeah. banana splits, but I recognize that. The banana splits movie? That's from 2019, the, that can't be the one you're on. Well, the banana splits movie is. um, <laughs> I've got it on DVD. We need to do it on the show at some point. It's a, a slasher film starring the banana splits. Oh, oh. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, oh no, I have seen this. No, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they did a, a cover of the Banana Splits theme song as well. Um, yeah. Which actually, really good. It's a good song. Was that, was that for the horror film? <laughs> no, they did that in the 80s because they felt like it. <laughs> ah. They didn't have a rhyme or reason. They just felt like it. They just kind of did. Josh, this is the band that did the theme to Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yeah. True, true. true. I've been doing a music video for it. For which one? For uh, the Killer Clowns theme. I'm gonna look it up now. It's just them in like a jail, and the clowns are just going about causing chaos. Grandma, That's I got the job. I don't. I was gonna say, I hope that joke works. Is everyone else saying that ad all the time? Yeah. Oh, that, oh, that ad. That's awful. Oh yeah, I found the video. Yeah, it's just oh, like... this, oh, this is very 80s punk. <laughs> it's so weird, isn't it? He's, he's dressed as like a ringmaster. They're he's in like... a jail, but it's clearly not the same one from yeah. the movie. <laughs> so they they turn into the clowns towards the end of the movie. Uh, this, the movie? The, the music video? Oh, uh, he's in the candy floss thing at one point. Yeah. Great, good, great stuff. Good 80s cheese. Love it. Great stuff. Great, great stuff. Another clown gag we didn't talk about is the popcorn machine. Of course, yeah, we've barely talked about the popcorn. Yeah, the popcorn gun. Um, I, I still don't get it. <laughs> there's a, there's a theory. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I was just going to continue my thought into what what does it do? Well, there's a running theory that the uh, popcorn is essentially what the clowns start out as. Because when they, they grow into those little... To give some context into the scene, essentially they're shot with popcorn guns. This is for the viewers. Um, and then when Debbie's getting PG-13 naked, uh, you know, because of the 80s, they... Uh, Quick, quick side note, she takes the world's longest shower. She does. There are several plot points in between her getting in the shower and her getting out the shower. Yeah. So, yeah. so much. But she, she gets, in, gets all ready for the shower and the popcorn starts to move, which they had been shot with. And it's, for some reason, it's now all over her like floor and has somehow ended, in her, like, ended up in her mirror. Like <laughs> that cabinet. It's a bit weird. Um, yeah, when she comes out of the shower and she opens up the cabinet, she's like attacked by these little clown faces, uh, which are like Jack and they look like Jack in the Box. Um, but there was a theory that essentially the clowns start out as that and then they just grow up to what we see now. I don't know how um, well that works, but that was a running theory for a while. Yeah, because I know that the one kind of fan theory as to what's actually going on in this movie, I, I have heard is that like. Very much inspired by like Stephen King's it. They're not like clowns, they're shapeshifters that have like adopted this like image they perceive to be like a cute, wholesome thing that will like humans will perceive as non threatening so they can steal them and drink their blood and whatever. Yeah, like uh, because Mike says that it's like they could be like those astronauts that oh, yeah, he here. thinks they're they're ancient aliens, yeah. And that, We've yeah. got con- humans got confused and made clowns. 
Yeah, there's no way that those clowns are shapeshifters purely on the basis of the amount of coin gags there are. Like, yeah. they, they're too used to it. They know what they're doing. The candy floss machine? Nah. <laughs> yeah, if, if they are like shapeshifters who've adopted it, they've also put a lot of research into what clowns do. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it would be... um. That that sounds like an awful thing. I don't want to research clowns for that long. <laughs> no one does. Not even clowns, I don't think. That's a good point, though. Well, you, there is clown schools, right? You can go to clown school. Yeah, and that's. I th- I'm pretty sure that's just to get people on the FBI watch list for possible serial killers at this point. <laughs> Probably, to be quite fair. Like, uh, I'm trying to name a famous clown in my head. Someone name a famous clown. John Wayne Gacy. Okay, I was <laughs> deliberately not. trying not to say John Wayne Gacy. <laughs> Bro, I know. Um, Steve-O. Steve-O's a clown. Who? Steve-O. From Jackass? From Jackass, yeah. Is he? Yeah, he, he went to clown school. Oh. He's a professional I'm looking at him now. <laughs> Oh the most like put together member of society I could think of that was the clown. Well, you did Rusty. better than me. You did you better have than me. Rusty the clown. Rusty the like, clown. He, he's not real. What? Not a real man. Do you know he was supposed to be Homer Simpson? No. <laughs> yeah, there was going to reveal at the end of like season three that Homer had been crusty the whole time. That's why they look exactly the same. That's one of those facts I'll never have an opportunity to share on the show, so I'm just going to throw it in there. Well, the first clown that came to my head was Ronald McDonald. So... Also not real. Not yeah. real. So not a real guy. Not real. He's real to me. Oh, we need to find the excuse. I, I really want to find the excuse to talk about McDonald's land at some point, because there's way too much lore. We just talk about the founder. Done. Oh, to the founder, I guess. There's a whole film about McDonald's. For it's some about reason. Mac- about McDonald's land. Well, yeah, because we, we never stray from the time of the film. <laughs> Currently talking about McDonald's, David. <laughs> We're doing it right now. <laughs> In the exact way I was like, it's not like I ever get the opportunity to do this. <laughs> I guess um, we're at that point. Anyone... Uh, we've gotten into quite a lot of a lot more trivia stuff than normal because we have a big fan of the movie uh, with us. Uh, anyone have any extra trivia and whatever they want to share before we we do our wrap up? I do not. No. I was gonna say we haven't really talked about the game, but there's not really much to talk about with the game. Yeah, we don't know a lot yet. Or at least I don't. I don't know a lot about games. Well, we know that there's, um, is it five clowns? Yeah, you play as five clowns. It's very much similar to the Friday the 13th thing, as you have, um, I think it's you play three clowns with five uh, humans, and you've just essentially just got to kill them. Yeah. We don't know what the per like, we don't know how the end game is. I'll treat it like I treat most multiplayer games, uh... I'll wait badly. until some of my I'll wait yeah, um yeah. Um yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll play it badly. I'll wait till some of my friends get it and then if they're like, it's pretty fun, I'll also get it. <laughs> you know? That is fair. And I'll play it for a couple of weeks and I'll go, Yeah, it was pretty fun and then I'll forget I own it. Does it does sound like you. It does sound like Nathan. I'm being very careful because we we last time we talked about video games, I I really embarrassed myself, and everyone made fun of me. Because you know nothing. I really thought you were supposed to run out of bullets in Resident Evil. I don't know if you, you do or not, do you? I run out of bullets a lot in Resident Evil. No, Resident Evil, you're meant to save your bullets as much as you can, because it's not just like any other game where it's like they're lying all over the place. They're a very finite resource. That's, that's what I'm... Meant like it deliberately, like, yeah, it forces you to have less. Like, I said it's a it very badly. like particular game mechanic, yeah. Do not use your bullets, is the point. It's not just like, oh, I've used 50 bullets to reload, <laughs> another 50 bullets. 
problem is that game is scary. <laughs> well, when I mm-hmm. kill everything. <laughs> oh, the horror game is scary. Oh. Oh, I don't like those games. I haven't played. I need to play Village. Um, oh, is that the one with the uh, the tall vampire lady? As they call her. Yeah. Yeah. Big tall lady. Big tall vampire lady. Yeah, wasn't she in Wendy? Wednesday. Dang it! Said it wrong. Can I do a retake on that joke? Nope. <laughs> nope. Nathan, if you do play Village, remember, save your village. Yeah, don't just shoot everything. The first thing we'll hear from Nathan is he'll go, so I shot everything. Yeah, I, I, I died. I gave up on the game. I sold it to damn, I don't know, GameStop. To get back to PEX. Yeah, when Nathan that, now can't think of shops, we should start to ask a very specific question. Nathan? <laughs> Yeah, what's your favorite video game? Oh my! <laughs> oh, do you mean is the movie good? Y- yeah, funnily enough. Well, I thought we were gonna talk about the Last of Us. It's, I mean, it's a pretty good game. Nope, <laughs> it's a good game. Show's coming out pretty soon. Thank you, guys. Um, uh, yeah, um, just just do it in the normal order. I'm just gonna power through my own my own stupidity and do the end of the show. Uh, we always ask two questions to end the show to to gather our thoughts together, all the nonsense ramblings we've done, figure out what we were actually trying to talk about. First one is we got to figure out if this movie's any good. Is it a, a good movie? Is it worth recommending to other people? So I'm going to ask Josh what he thinks. Josh, is this a good movie? In my opinion, no, it's terrible, but I love it. <laughs> this is hey, so which, which is it? <laughs> It's, it's not a good movie. Technically, it's not a good movie. No, like, it's so dumb. It's just... No. But also, I love it, and I think it's amazing. <laughs> That's the okay, only way you can answer that question. So to answer the question, by... would you recommend it there you go, yeah. to a very specific audience? Sure. Like, if someone was like, I love the film Zombievers, it'd be like, you know what you should watch? Killer Clowns from Outer Space. But if someone was like, oh, my favourite movies, you know, the Barbie movies, I don't know, I was struggling there. <laughs> My answer would be, okay, what you should never watch is the film Killer Clowns from Outer Space. You know, like, there's an audience for this type of thing. I'm gonna count you as a yes. (laughs) (laughs) Tentatively. Yeah, Uh, that's fair. Kiva. (laughs) Is this a good movie? Is this a film you'd recommend to people? Um, I, well, to go with Josh uh, a little bit. I do think it's a good movie in the sense of, you know, um, how the quite like the climax and just if you, if you just need a good bit of giggle, because um, there's so much dumb stuff that happens, like sometimes you just need to laugh. Um, but to, to kind of pull a judge there, there's definitely like a specific audience that you recommend this to. Like, I wouldn't go to a friend who really likes happy, cheery Disney movies all the time and say, you should watch this movie that I know you won't like for the sake of the premise. <laughs> I think I think it's a good movie, yeah. Nathan, do you think it's a good movie and would you recommend it to people? Um, yeah, I, I, I would recommend this. Um, I think this is a good... If you're someone like me... Uh, well, first of all, I agree with both of you to start with. There's a particular audience. I'm just going to say a different thing as well. Um, if you're <laughs> someone like me who watches a lot of films, um, it's good to have a detox type movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, this, I, I really enjoyed watching this because it was just big and dumb and funny. Because <laughs> I don't watch a lot of movies that are big and dumb and funny. <laughs> you, know? you don't? Especially in horror, like. It's nice to see a horror movie that isn't focused on, like, being pain tingling and horrific and gory. It's just like, no, it's just... It's good to see they, a... they shoot popcorn at people. Yeah, it's good to see a movie that isn't over, overly gory just for the sake of it. Yeah, I think this is... I think there's enough people I would recommend this to to, to count it as a, a recommendation. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. But do you know what, people? That doesn't matter. Who cares if movies are any good? What's what is this? Who 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 do we think we are? The Weekly Planet? That's not us. 
what we want to know is if this is a midnight screening. So, Josh. Yes. Is Killer Clown from Outer Space a midnight screening? Yup. It's like I said, keep saying it's dumb. <laughs> they lean into it. It makes no sense, but it's like also amazing. It's like one of the de- it's one of the films that should define what can make a midnight screening. You can watch it without having to be worried about following some sort of complicated plotline. You can point at it and just laugh your head off because it is so ridiculously stupid. And you and your friends can just all watch it and realize that the world isn't as bad as you may have thought it was because this film is existing. I love it. Yeah. Let's pass that over to Kiva. Kiva, is this movie a midnight screening? Absolutely. Like, it's just a dumb movie that you can just stick on and make fun of and maybe get a little peek through those two scenes that we talked about. But. No, definitely. Like, you can just stick this on and just... You can even just stick it on and do stuff in the background. Like, there's not a lot that you have to pay attention to. So, definitely a midnight screening for me. I just guys don't even have to rush to it, because Ty's not here. I can sit in the sit in a moment and still get the point here. Nathan, do you think Killer Clowns from Outer Space is a midnight screening? Uh, yeah, 100%. Absolutely, of course it is. Um... It's funny, it's over the top, it's it's very quotable. We didn't even talk about how quotable this movie is. Oh, so quotable. People don't say what in Tarnation enough. Um, <laughs> you gotta do it as Royal Dano, though. You can't just say it. Oh, yeah, the great Royal Dano. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think this is a... Yeah, it's, it's a perfect example of a film that will... In, in most contexts, if you're having like people over to watch films and just kind of have a laugh, it, it works perfectly. It's, yeah. Also, if you've got like uh, horror fan friends or whatever, uh, or got into movies the same way that we did, this is probably also like a VHS or DVD cover you remember seeing at like Blockbuster that you weren't allowed to buy. So. That's just fun to get to watch that, right? Sure. Yeah. There you have it. I'm looking at our spreadsheet. It's been very green recently. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Got to change that soon. Yeah, we've been saying things are good movies. We've been saying things are midnight screenings. We've been saying they're both for, for a long time. Four, four weeks. <laughs> Such a long time. Have you not made us watch Holmes and Watson? It's been a while since I made watch Holmes and Watson. What was the last time we said something was bad? Like, as a movie? Can't remember. <laughs> 13 Ghosts. You weren't even here. I was there. What a shame. Stuz. Stuz was playing your part. <sighs> I made that sound like Stuz was doing an impression of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm one of a kind. No one can do that. Yeah, you're you're very um unique. Exactly. Thank you. I'm gonna take that as a compliment and not think about it any further. You do that. <laughs> it's all there's left to do. You ready for this bit, Josh? I'm gonna try and do an outro. <laughs> oh, oh, first time, yeah. It's not gonna take <laughs> you fifteen minutes. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't have a plan for this. Uh all that's left to do really is to thank uh first off to thank Josh for showing up again. You're welcome. Yeah, I didn't know if you were going to respond or if you should respond. I couldn't figure that out. I wasn't anyway, sure either, but you paused. So I did. Uh, also, thank you to to Ty for editing. Even when he's not here, he still works on the show, and that's cool. And for Kiva for coming on the show for doing the research for us. Yeah, the research. Doing the heavy lifting we this week, about. honestly. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. You know, it's not like I'm at uni or anything at the moment. Don't anything to do. Yeah, consider this like a wee break. Yeah, yeah, this was a break. Uh, also, thank you uh, for everyone for listening. Um, that's that's cool. Thanks for uh, supporting the show in any way you can. Feel free to follow us on Twitter and on our own Instagrams and uh, Spotify and YouTube and etc. And yeah, share and like and all that. Yada yada. Um, one last thank you though goes to. Um, 
Why don't I ever have the right tabs open? I, I don't know, but I don't know who we're thanking. It's a mystery to me. One second. The word okay. try to do an outro is definitely the word I would have continued to use for you at the moment, Nathan. Just going to throw that out there whilst you're looking. One last thank you has to go to Casual Hall for uh, making our, our new logo. Hey. Our, new, our new artwork, um, giving our show a bit more branding. Uh, that's great. She did a good job. Uh, we'll put her link, her Twitter link in the description as well. So you can, uh, if, if you need any graphic design stuff done. I'm not going to admit, I love the logo. Okay. But see with the, the silhouette of Josh. It makes him look like he's a scholar in movies. No, I'm just the smart one out of the three of us. Doesn't mean I'm smart. It just means that you've got a degree in midnight screening movies. No, not quite. That's all I could think of when I saw it. Just, ah, yeah, this, is the, this is the movie guy. He is the That's only one with a degree. Yep. <laughs> Professor of midnight screenings. I'll take it. I think Josh looks like a pirate. <laughs> To be fair, I do watch some of the. No, I'm not going to say that joke. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I watch all these movies legally. Definitely don't have to struggle to find some of these films. Uh, not at all. Yes. Um, that's the. Did I get everything this time? Yeah, no, no, you just. Yeah, you did. You're good. No, this is, yeah, the show's okay, done. Then. Good the job. show's done. You can start recording. Show's over. Go, go home. Great, I'm home. I can finally go pee. <laughs>